You are listening to the Uncanceled Podcast. We believe that Jesus came to set you free and nothing can cancel the truth of God's word. Now here's your host, the youth pastor of Impact Youth at Faith Church in New Milford, Connecticut, Pastor Joey Santora. What is going on, Uncanceled? How are you guys doing? Man, I could have held that in even longer. My goodness, that was good. I could have just like let that like come out. Like that that was awesome, man. Could have been the whole podcast. Could have been the whole podcast. You guys could have just tuned in for 30 minutes of (laughs) who no, I'm just kidding. We're not gonna do that. Uh welcome back, guys. It's good, it's good to have you guys on here. I got something good for you today. Um, I'm gonna talk about if Jesus really claimed to be God and and if the Bible really even claims that Jesus is God. Mm. Um Yes, the Bible does say that. That's a spoiler alert spoiler. right there. Uh, but um, I'm going to show you where it says that. I'm going to walk you through it. Uh, and I'm excited to do that. But before we do that, it is time to rate Wait, that. that. Oh, foreign, foreign snack. snack. My goodness. What are you doing? I, don't, I was just all over the place. I made Bro, a mess. Are I you serious? But the important stuff came out. Oh, good, good, good. All right, cool. Oh, man, perfect. Good, awesome, awesome. Awesome, man, that's good, that's good. Uh, kind of just like a botch right there. Uh, honestly, like, like this goodness. is starting to like, like become a part of the segment to botch the, the, the intro. I, I don't know what happened. I just grabbed it, you know, too aggressively. Yeah. I'm sorry, I apologize. See, my only apprehension with this, Reg, yeah. is like we're cutting right now. And like, uh, I'm only, I, I just want a little piece. I don't, yeah, I, I don't yeah, want yeah, much, you know, piece, piece. Me, Ben's been getting me back into the gym. Yo, doesn't Ben's hair look great? Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. I, I really like it. I actually low key, Ben, I thought about getting a mullet. Um, you should, I was thinking about it, man. Oh, man. Just like the, just like the, the side and like, leave it a little longer podcast. Oh man. It might happen, man. It okay. might, cause you can easily correct a mullet. I can fade out the rest of the, I can fade it out the rest of the oh, way. Yeah, sure. I don't think it will look as bad as, is what some people in the back are thinking right now. I, I really don't. I'm a, I'm a former baseball player, so I, I might look good with a mullet. Okay. Um, I might give it a shot. We'll see what the Lord is. We'll see what the Lord will do. But, um, what do we got? What, ben, what is this? Uh, we are rating this Snickers butterscotch chocolate bar from India, 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 butterscotch. India, yeah. I love it. Big India fan. Yeah. Okay. I, I, bro, 100%. You got to like the Indian people, you know? Oh, yeah. That's a nice little taste right there. That's a nice little taste. India, I think you guys are going to nail this one. I feel like this is going to be really good. Can we just, before we try it, I mean, Snickers, man. What's what's better than a Snickers? Uh, honestly, Not I don't know if there's lot. much. A peanut butter Snickers Ooh. is is elite, elite, elite. Now, let's just talk about this real quick. Mm. The difference between butterscotch and caramel. I know what it is. Okay, sure. The Easy. difference is one of them is made with brown sugar and the other is made with white sugar. That is the difference. Is butterscotch made with brown sugar? I don't know which one is made with, with, with okay. it. I, I, I forget. You can pull it up on your own time. Um, sure. You know, don't, don't rely on me for everything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm playing with you. All right. All right. Let's, sure. uh, let's give it a sniff first. Oh, wow. That's very butterscotchy. Yeah. It's kind of a little mapley. Okay. All right. Let's, let, let's give it a shot. Sure. I don't know how this is going to go. Let's go. Wow. 
Don't climb. Does it taste like maple to you? It does, but... Butterscotch, I butterscotch, mean, yeah. Butterscotch, yeah. I mean, I kind of think that they nailed the flavor. Yeah? I don't, I don't know. I don't eat a whole lot of butterscotch things, you know? Like, I don't just have butterscotch candy. It's too maple for me. Okay. Um. Now, all right. But do you like it? That's the question, right? right. I don't really like maple-flavored things. Mm. Generally speaking... I do like maple syrup or syrup, uh, but um, <laughs> I mean, am I getting this over a regular Snickers? No. Absolutely not. No, you're just not. You're just not. Um, I, I like it. I liked my bite, but I don't really think I'd enjoy the whole bar. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think it would kind of get old and a little bit much pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like. It's not better than a regular Snickers. It's just not, and you're not going to eat the whole bar. Like, oh no, like, no, 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 be too much. It's, it's it gives me a little bit of a toffee kind of taste, but not like texturally. Um, texturally, exactly like a Snickers. Yeah, to me, um, I like the texture of caramel a little bit better. Sure, they uh, they spelled flavor with an O U R, and I just kind of don't like that. It's because they have British influence in India. No. And that's why they spell it like that. Well, they spelled it incorrectly. Uh, yeah, incorrect. Incorrect. But. The Brits are incorrect. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, Man, all right, Reg, tough. go ahead and rate it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hate my bite, but I I can't really eat the whole bar. But I feel like it's better than a five. Like, I can't not give it a five. Um, or I can't give it a five. I'm going to give it... I'll give it a six. Like, it's, it's weird because I wouldn't eat the whole bar, but it's not bad. Like, it's not bad, but it's okay. not fantastic. I'm going to give it a six. I'm going to shock men. Four. I, I wow. did not like it. I, I I honestly thought that even, like, the like wow, texture that's, of that's it harsh. was a little... Like, I don't know if sandy is the right word, but, like, I didn't love the texture as I was chewing on that. Like, I was just like, yeah, I'm not really enjoying chewing right now. Like, wow. it was just like, you I didn't, didn't like it. it. You didn't you think like it the felt flavor? like a normal Snickers? No, I, I just didn't like it. Really? I, I, I didn't like it. I think, now, in fairness to this okay. one, you got to be fair. In fairness, it's a flavor thing. Like it's yeah, more than yeah, more yeah. than it's a texture thing. Um, I think if this was caramel and it had like whatever texture I'm feeling right now, I'd still give it a higher rating. So this is a little bit preferential for me. But um, I, I I just think it's a four. It's it's a four for me. I mean that averages out to a five, and that feels pretty right. That feels pretty. That that so. feels pretty right. Uh, give it a try. I mean, why sure, not? Why like not? maybe if you're a butterscotch fan, my mom might love this because hey. my mom's a butterscotch fan. But shout out, Pastor um, Lisa. Yeah, th th thanks, Ben, and uh, we'll see you next week for Rate That, but uh, now it's time for some more pressing issues. Um, I don't know why I always transition to the Bible teaching with that line, but I just do. Something much more important, the Word of God. Uh, I'm excited to teach this one, man. Um, I was watching a video today on Instagram, and this Muslim person uh, was basically saying that uh, I think they were like an apologist of the Muslim faith or something like that. And they were saying that Jesus never claims to be God. Jesus never claims to be God. That we never have a claim in the Bible about Jesus being God. I don't recall if they say that the Bible doesn't say it, but I believe that that's what they were also insinuating. So, did Jesus really claim claim to be uh, uh did Jesus really claim to be God? Amen. We got that out. 
Did Jesus really claim to be God? Now, I would venture to say that if I asked a common Christian to show me where in the Bible that Jesus claimed to be God, I would say that most of them wouldn't be able to pull up a scripture to show me where. They would probably like Google or ask their pastor or something like that. But the Bible is actually abundantly clear on this. Proving that Jesus claimed to be God is about as easy as me drinking this water right now. Boom, easy. Right, just like that. It's barbecue chicken right here. That, that's, that's what I always say. It's as easy as barbecue chicken, man. It is so easy to prove that Jesus and the Bible claim that Jesus is God. I will show you right now. John 1, 1 is where we're going to start this. And no, it's not where we're going to end it. John 1, 1. John is the fourth gospel, in case you were wondering. My pages are, be, are sticking together, though. There we go. It says this. In the beginning was the word. Or I'm sorry, I was reading in the NIV. I'll read you in the NLT because that's what my Bible is. In the beginning, the word already existed. Who is the word? The word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. Hmm. So they're talking about this word. This word, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God, was God. But who is the word is the question because whoever this word is must be God according to the scriptures because John 1, 1 says that the word was God. That the word, uh, then the Bible goes on to say he existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. Apparently this word, this thing being referred to as a word, it's a person obviously, and we'll learn who it is in a second, is equivalent to God. Well, who is it you might ask? And obviously you probably already know what I'm about to say that it is. Verse 14 gives it pretty clear. So the word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. Apparently, the Word was Jesus, because the Bible says that the Word became human and made his home among us. And then the Bible also says in verse 11, or verse 10, he came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. The Bible does obviously here does not say the words Jesus, but the clear, clear reference is referring to the Jesus that John is about to talk about throughout the entirety of his gospel account. The Bible claims that the word was God. Who is the word? The word was an individual, was someone who came down and, and uh, took on the form of a human being and went and was rejected by people and gave the right to become children of God. Who do we know from the scriptures that did that? Jesus Christ. Jesus is God. The Bible claims that Jesus is God. Jesus came down from heaven and God in the flesh came down from heaven and lived a perfect life for us and died for us as God and rose again as God. Jesus was God. Now, 
Jesus was also fully human. Don't be, mis- don't be mistaken on that. Jesus was fully human and also fully God. But Jesus was in fact God, and the Bible is making this claim here. Now, perhaps that's not enough evidence to you that Jesus is God. There is plenty more. Jesus in John 8.58. John 8.58, again, this John that we just wrote about. This John that we just not wrote about, uh, read, says that the word was God. And then he's going to go on and tell about the life of Jesus. Jesus says these words. Verily, truly, I tell you, Jesus answered, before Abraham was born, I am. Before Abraham was born, I am. This actually refers back to this John 1 text, and here's how it does. Jesus is saying that I was before Abraham. But let me ask you an important question. If Jesus was simply just a human being, if Jesus was simply just a a human being that was born and was the Messiah and that's it and he was not God, which there's a contradiction in that and I'll tell you in just a second. But if Jesus was just a human being and he was not God, then how could he exist before someone that existed a, a thousand years, thousands of years prior to him? How? How? How could he exist before Abraham? The reason why is because Jesus is God. And before Abraham was, he's saying, I am, because in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Jesus is saying, I am. He's saying before Abraham, I am. And this is actually also a reference to Exodus 3.14. Moses is at the burning bush and the, the bush is burning and God reveals himself with his personal name and says, I am, I am. He's saying, I am to Moses. God reveals himself as the I am. And now Jesus is saying, I am. Before Abraham was born, I am. Jesus is claiming to be God. Indisputably, Jesus is claiming to be God. What else would he mean by saying before Abraham was born, I am? Jesus is saying he was there before Abraham was born. He existed before Abraham was born because he has no beginning, because he has no end, because he is God. And he's saying, I am, I am. That's the personal name of God. John 5, 17 through 18. I'm going to really pack on the proof right here. Jesus says, in his defense, Jesus said to them, my father is always at at his work to this very day, and I too am working. For this reason, they all tried to kill him, not only because he was breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. Not only did Jesus claim to be God, but even his opponents, the people that were in opposition to him, even recognized he claims to be God. They said that that they wanted to kill him because he was making himself equal with God. Even Jesus' opponents recognized that Jesus claimed to be God. See, people today say Jesus didn't claim to be God if they're trying to argue that Jesus wasn't God. But his opponents back then even understood that he did claim to be God. They just didn't believe that he was. Now, the topic of Jesus proving that he really was God is a whole separate subject, which I could also do. But the reality is that, yes, in fact, Jesus did claim to be God. So this is something I wasn't planning on getting into, but I feel to say this. So 
we are only left with two options about Jesus. Some people say Jesus was a good man. Some people say that he was a, you know, a good prophet. But the reality is, is how could Jesus be a good prophet if he was blaspheming by saying that he was equal with God? That's not a good prophet. Either Jesus was a liar and a lunatic, or Jesus was who he said he was. Those are the two options. We either have to view Jesus as a liar and a lunatic, or Jesus was in fact who he said he was, which is God. John 10, 29 through 33. This right here, like, should really just say it all. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hands. Jesus says, I and the father are one. Again, his Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the father. For which of these do you stone me? We are not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. Like, I'm sorry, I don't know how much clearer that the Bible has to be that Jesus claimed to be God. He said, I and the Father are one, and then they wanted to kill him because he was claiming to be God. The Bible claims that Jesus said he was God, and Jesus said in the Bible that he is God. It's in the Bible. It's very clear, and it's right before us. I love this one right here. Uh, Luke 5, 20 through, 20, uh, through 21. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven. Look at how the Pharisees or his opponents respond. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law began thinking to themselves, who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Jesus is claiming that he can forgive sin. And his opponents say, yeah, but only God can forgive sin. What his opponents were failing to realize is that Jesus was God, which is why he claimed to be able to forgive sin. Yes, God can only forgive sin. And Jesus was claiming to be God by saying he could do so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The next scripture that I want to show to you is Matthew chapter 22. Matthew chapter 22. I'm going to turn there myself. This one right here is important. It was a Jewish thought, and I actually uh, haven't studied this um, for current times. I think that Jews may still believe this today, but I could be wrong. It is a Jewish thought, or was a Jewish thought at least, that the Messiah was just going to be the son of David. They didn't realize that the Messiah was going to be God. But Jesus actually shows them that the Bible prophesied that the Messiah would not only be the son of David, but also would be God. I'll show you. Then surrounded by the Pharisees, Jesus asked them a question. What do you think about the Messiah? Whose son is he? They replied, he is the son of David. Jesus responded, then why does David speaking under the inspiration of the spirit call the Messiah, my Lord? For David said, the Lord said to my Lord, sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies beneath your feet. Since David called the Messiah, my Lord, how can the Messiah be his son? No one can answer him. And after that, no one dared ask him any more questions. In other words, Jesus is saying, yes, the Messiah is the son of David. The Messiah is the son of David. He is in the line of David, but he also is God. 
Because David said, my Lord said to my Lord. Jesus is clearly showing here that the Messiah is not just the son of David, but the Messiah is also God. The Messiah is also God. David says, my Lord said to my Lord in reference to the Messiah, calling the Messiah Lord. How could the Messiah, how could the Messiah be over David? How could the Messiah be the Lord of David and also the son of, and also the son of David? Why would David call him Lord if he was just his son is what Jesus is getting at. The reason why David referred to him as that under the unction of the Holy Spirit is because the Messiah would also be God. This is further proved in Acts chapter 2, verse 34. I'm giving you guys good Bible stuff right here. You guys won't be confused about this. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. I'm sorry, I think I wrote the wrong scripture, wrong, wrong reference down. It's not verse 42, it's verse 34. Verse 34. Acts chapter 2, verse 34. This is Peter preaching on Pentecost. For David himself never ascended into heaven, yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at the place of honor, or sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. So let everyone in Israel know for certain that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified to be both Lord and Messiah. Lord and Messiah. Again, uh, Peter refers to this text and says, this text shows us that he is Lord and Messiah. He is Lord and Messiah. Jesus was not just a man. Jesus was the Messiah, the Messiah and the Lord. He was God. Jesus was and still is God. The Bible is very clear on this, and there's no mistake that should be made about it, that the uh, Bible claims that Jesus was and is God. Jesus claims that he was, is, and will always be God. Jesus is God. Check this out right here. Mark chapter 14, verse 60 through 63. Jesus is being uh, tried before his crucifixion. Then the high priest stood up and, and uh, before them and asked Jesus, are you not going to answer? What is this testimony that these men are bringing against you? But Jesus remained silent and gave no answer. Again, the high priest asked him, are you the Messiah, the son of the blessed one? I am, said Jesus. And you will see the son of man sitting at the right hand of the mighty one and coming on the clouds of heaven. Listen to this. The high priest tore his clothes. Why do we need any more witnesses, he asked. Why was the high priest so upset and anguished at the fact that Jesus just made this claim? Because he was referring to Daniel chapter 7, verse 13 through 14, about the Son of Man who would, or about the, um, about the coming of the Lord or the coming of, of, uh, of the Lord's return and that he'll come on the clouds. He was referring to this chapter in Daniel 7 where the Lord was going to come back. And he was saying, I am that person that is going to come back. I am the Lord. And they get upset. They tear their clothes. They think that he's blaspheming. But what they fail to realize is that Jesus, yes, he's claiming to be God, but he actually was God. There was no misunderstanding with Jesus' opponents that he truly did claim to be God. Last text I'll read to you. John 20, 27 through 29. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here, see my hands, reach out your hand and put, the, put it in my side. 
Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Thomas says, my Lord and my God. You know what Jesus doesn't say? No, 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 no. I'm not the Lord. I'm just, I'm just a Messiah. I'm just a man that came to, uh, to do. I'm just a prophet that came to do the work of the Lord. Jesus doesn't correct him. Jesus doesn't rebuke him. Jesus, in fact, he continues and proceeds and says, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen me and yet have believed. In other words, believed what? Believed my Lord and my God. Jesus is acknowledging that, yes, I am the Lord and I am God. It is very clear in the Bible that Jesus claimed to be God. It is very clear that the Bible claims that Jesus is God. Jesus is God. Do not get this confused. Do not make mistake about it. It's one thing to say that I don't believe that Jesus is who he said he is, and I think he's a liar and a lunatic. I can prove that as well, that no, he wasn't a liar and a lunatic. There's evidence of that that we can also get into. We talked about that a little bit with the resurrection podcast that I did, the proof of the of the resurrection of Christ. But right here we see the Bible claiming. It's very clear. Jesus claims to be God. He is either a liar and lunatic or he is God or he is God. I hope that I made that clear to you today. I hope I showed that to you and proved it to you in the scripture and that you learned something today. I just want to pray for you to close. Perhaps that you were listening to this and you were like, wow, Jesus really is God. Jesus really is my savior. And if you're watching this right now and you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, I want to give you that opportunity to do so right now. Giving your life to Jesus means repenting of your sin and putting your faith in him. Realizing that he died for you, that he was buried in the ground, that he rose from the dead. It's leaving your old life behind and having a new life in Christ. Let me pray for you if you want to give your life to Christ. Just repeat this prayer after me. This prayer is just a outward expression of an inward action that has already been made. Say this, say, dear Jesus, today I give you my life. I repent of my sin. I put my faith in you. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that you are Lord and that you were raised from the dead. I believe in you, Jesus. I'm a Christian now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. If you just gave your life to Christ uh, in watching this uh, uh, podcast or on YouTube, uh, I just want you to go ahead and comment underneath our YouTube channel and let us know. Uh, We'll try and get into contact with you in any way that we can to get resource in your hands. But really the best advice I can give you is get into a church, find a good church that preaches the out of the Bible, that uses the Bible, and we'll help you get set up with all that if you let us know. But let me pray for the rest of you that are watching right now. Father, I thank you that you're word is clear that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you that you died for us and that you saved us, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for coming down to heaven or from uh, from heaven to earth for us. I pray that you'd be with us, Lord, throughout the rest of our day and bless us, Lord, as we go in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. I hope that you learned something out of the word of God today and we'll be back next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Uncanceled Podcast. We hope you are blessed and encouraged by the teaching today. 
If you are between the grades of 5th through 12th grade, make sure to check us out in person at Faith Church in New Milford, Connecticut every Wednesday night from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Be sure to tune in next week for another weekly podcast from Uncanceled. God bless.